This podcast is brought to you by my Substack, theredfern.substack.com. Subscribe to receive more of my writing, behind the scenes of writing a book, longer, more personal essays and bite-sized courses to help you become more confident on your writing and creative journey. Hello and welcome to Hiding Under the Desk, the podcast for writers who have little confidence and massive fear when it comes to following their writing and creative dreams. I've been hiding under the desk for many years but I've decided no more and now I'm helping others to crawl out and share their writing with the world. Today I'm delighted to interview Carla Calvert. Carla is a writer and has been part of my membership, the Confident Creative Club, since it started over a year ago. I find Carla so warm, so measured and wise and she has been a huge supporter of my work. Even two or three years ago she was sending supportive messages to my DMs on Instagram and I'm so grateful that she did that because it really gave me a boost. Carla's warmth and wise thoughts comes through in her writing and it has been a joy and a privilege to watch her blossom and grow in the past five or six weeks. In Carla's words, she's gone from being a chronic non-finisher to a writer with over 30 articles written on Medium, and this has led to further growth and self-belief. This is her story. Hello, Carla, and welcome to Hiding Under the Desk. It is an absolute delight to have you here. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself in terms of when did you start writing? Hi, Helen, and thank you for having me on. Uh, When did I start writing? You know, one of the questions I've always asked myself is, was I a writer first or a reader first? Mm. Because I have memories of being a very young girl, very small child, and making loops and scribbles on paper, pages and pages of paper. So was I a writer first before I could read? And that's one of the questions I've always pondered. But as Far back as I can remember, I have always been a storyteller. I can remember being at Girl Scout camp and we were in tents and there was a terrible thunderstorm and the other little girls were crying. And so I made up a story about how we were floating away. We were in a Rice Krispie bowl because um, the um, big spoon was coming at us with the lightning striking. And it was a, it was a little bit of a terrifying experience, but it was one that I remember because of the stories. So I've always been a storyteller. And uh, so with that, a writer, however, in the past couple of years, sharing those stories has become very difficult. So you've been writing all your life, I, either, you know, by verbally telling stories like you did um, or using pen and paper. Yes. So um, when you say in the last couple of years, the sharing of it has been difficult. Had you never shared other than, you know, as a child verbally telling the stories, had you never really shared anything from then until recently? Now, I had shared when I was uh, younger and in school. Uh, I was on the newspaper staff. I was editor of our high school yearbook, which 
um, was a major undertaking as far as what goes on behind the scenes. And I wrote copy for an advertising agency when I was uh, in my 20s. And then actually um, was the owner, editor, and publisher of a children's magazine uh, a couple of years back, more than a couple of years back. But somewhere in all those times, and also wrote educational materials, um, but I had a major life shift, a major life change, and found myself, like you, hiding under my desk. I knew I wanted to put my words out into the world. I want to be a novelist. That's my number one goal. And, uh, but then I discovered that to write that bestseller means other people have to read it. Yeah, and I, I don't know about you, but it's one thing writing advertising copy and writing for a magazine or something like that, but it's another thing, someone reading your fiction Yes. Why do you think you struggled sharing your fiction? What was it that was going on in your head at the time? I think when we go through different stages of our life and we're met with disappointment, uh, either in ourselves or our, our life situation, it can, for some of us, increase our uh, lack of confidence, our self-esteem, and just the the actual courage that it takes to put yourself back out there. And I think that's what's happened with me is in the, the past seven to 10 years, I've just had several things that have chipped away at that self-confidence, that self-esteem. And I was just, when I faced the page, all of a sudden, all the scaries came out. And to know that I needed to put those words out there in the world. Well, and the, first of all, to finish those words, because one of the things I have learned, um, like so many writers have said, uh, who have a, a, a lack of confidence in finishing their work is if you don't finish it, it can't be judged. And so I am a chronic non-finisher, uh, writing my stories up into the last chapter and then putting them into the digital dustbin and letting them go because if I finish, then I have to go forward with it. And so that's what I'm trying to change uh, with being part of the Confidence Creative Club. You have helped me see that I need to be able to finish something because that's where it is going to, um, to make all the difference. That is really interesting. And I think there are elements of that that I can relate to as well. I mean, you already know, because you know my journey, um, that I have written a novel and not done anything with it because that means putting it out there into the world and people reading it um, and judging it. And, you know, it's that, almost that fear of the one-star review on Amazon. That's what's that always in my head, at the back of my mind. And it can be easier to funny about on Instagram, in my case, than to, to do that last push in terms of getting it out there, whether that's sending that to a literary agent or to a um or you know self-publishing it going independent so have you written novels or a novel yes I have four in the digital drawer <laughs> in various stages of completion so yes I have I have and I have a actually two 
children's books that are in, well, one actually is complete. And just to give you a quick side note, side story on the one I have finished, I actually participated in, uh, what do they call it, Pit Mad on Twitter, where you uh, put up your little synopsis and you wait to see if an agent's going to heart it. And that happened the week before the world shut down in 2020. And I have yet to follow up <laughs> with the agent who hearted my little synopsis because it scared me to death. That is so interesting. So we've both got very similar stories like that because I had an email a number of years now where an agent contacted me and said, oh, when you finish your novel, Helen, send it over. And I never did. And, you know, I'm... I'm making these <laughs> movements with my hands because I can I get so frustrated with myself and I imagine you are as well so that I mean I've known you a number of years now Carla and I had no idea you had all this work sitting in your, digitally on your computer and your hard drive so how many you did you say you had a children's book that was finished yes Yes. And with your adult books, are any of those finished? One is very, very close. Oh, and yeah. I write historical fiction. So there is, that when I say finished, there's still uh, what I procrastinate with saying there's a lot of research uh, uh, dead ends or knots that need to be tied. And that was something else the pandemic took for me is I had a research trip planned uh, that was actually going to tie up a lot of those loose ends for not just one, but two of my novels. And um, the world closed its doors, as did most libraries and museums, yeah. and the trip never happened. So those two books are in various stages of completion because I just feel like I need to, to walk the streets uh, yeah. to go to where uh, this story, a part of the story takes place. And I haven't been able to do that. There's only so much that Google Maps and Google Earth and, and um, information that we can draw online to give us our stories. But yes, I have uh, several in, in various stages of completion. I am just a chronic non-finisher, but I have finally started finishing something because of what you said in one of our writing sessions. So remind me, what did I say in one of our writing sessions? Can you remember? What you said one day in our writing session was that you enjoyed being challenged to come up with ideas. And you were speaking about your Medium articles. And you said that it gives you a sense of achievement when pressing that publish button. And that it was something that was missing from your book writing because that is such a much longer process. And when you said those words, I immediately wrote them down and put uh, card right on top of my laptop so I could see it every day and I just started marinating those words because I felt like that's what had been missing I had been in such a place of just being stuck as far as finishing my novels but then I felt like I needed somewhere to express my thoughts my words and to practice pushing published uh, at this stage of uh, life and in the game, I'll probably go the self-published route uh, when I finish a book, not if. 
that I needed a place for my words to land to start with, to push through the fear and the lack of confidence. And so that's when, when you said those words and you were, had challenged yourself to write on Medium for 30 days, that's when the bells and whistles started going off for me. So do you think you almost had this self-fulfilling prophecy that you were unable to finish something? Yes, I do. And uh, I was on a Zoom call with some friends from the Historical Novel Society just a few weeks ago because things have, have shifted so quickly for me in the last six to eight weeks it's 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 like I'm holding on because I'm I'm the the merry-go-round has started but I'm loving it and one of the participants on that zoom call is a very wise woman who's been in the publishing industry for years and she is actually helping several of us uh, understand the need um, for comps for, uh, to know other comps um, in the publishing world for your books and to go forth with different situations. And she also understands my fear and my lack of confidence and my lack of chronic non-finishing. And what she said to me as I was explaining how scared I was to finish this one particular book that I've been working on for a couple of years. And she said, Carla, what I hear is not fear, but desire that your desire to be a novelist, to finish your book, to put your words out in the world is just being masked by the fear. So you need to set that fear aside and realize it's okay to have this desire. And when Pam said those words, it was like shackles fell off because she's right. It is a desire. It's not fear that's keeping me from doing it. It's It's owning my own desire to see my words and my books land into people's hands and into the world. Wow. Wow. That is, that is really, really interesting. You mentioned in the past six to eight weeks that this kind of excitement with your writing has started and it, like I said earlier, I've known you for a few years now and, um, I've known you and you have, every time we have our live writing sessions through the club, which I believe started, was it at the end of last year, we started doing that, the end of 2021, and you were writing your novel, every single session, it would be, um, I've written 500 words, I've written 800 words, I've written 1000 words, whatever it was, that was what you were concentrating on. Um, So what has happened in the last six to eight weeks for things to um, to start changing for you? Several things have happened. Uh, with that particular book, I had decided it was time to let it simmer. Um, not to go into too much detail, but yeah. there was another book uh, published about the same topic, uh, same historical time period. And I just felt like, it was time for me to let mine simmer, that the world is not ready for two books that are so similar right now. Yeah. And making that decision was a hard decision, but yet it also was a very freeing decision because I felt uh, that that opened up other opportunities or avenues 
if I was brave enough to face those. And I had worked diligently with Camp NaNoWriMo to add more words to that particular novel. But then I got to the end of April and I was just frustrated because I'm looking at it and realizing it is such a long haul to write a novel. And there are no tricks to it. The only trick is to trick yourself into doing it. Uh, it's just, it's a, it's a long process and it's exhausting. So I kept going back to your words as far as this is, this is exhausting. And it's, I know it will be fulfilling at the end of the day, but when is that day going to come? I need something now. And so when I started watching what you were doing with Medium, you had challenged yourself during our Camp NaNoWriMo month to write 30 articles in 30 days. And I was just so intrigued by that because I was watching your confidence in a new medium on Medium grow and you were pushing through your fears and having fun with it. And that's what was missing for for several months and years on novel writing is the fun. At first, the idea is lots of fun and the research, it's fun. But then you get to the soggy middle when it's not so much fun anymore. And when you finished that April challenge and, and were able to say, look what I did in 30 days. And you know what? I, I think I can do that. I think I could try to do that. And so I think in one of our writing sessions, I, you know, threw it out there that, hey, we need to do a community club yes. one. Challenge yes, I blame you for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but then, then I got really nervous about it, but um, I kept pushing through the fear and realizing that, you know, we have a, a wonderful member who tells us all the time that no one's watching and no one cares, just yeah. do your thing. And so I kept thinking, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And you know how nervous I was when I sent you the very first article thinking, oh, I don't know what I've got myself into, but it's now or never. And yeah, I'm at a season of life where I have more time to devote to my writing career. Uh, My head is full of ideas. It's just the follow through and the execution that I lack. And I, it's not that I lack it. It's just that I fear it. And it's time to, to push that fear aside and to harness my desire and put my desire in the chair with me as I write. And so that's what I've done. And I was able to complete actually 31 articles in 30 days in June. And so wow. Wow. It. Well done you. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Doing those first, for me, it was the first two or three articles where I, my legs were trembling. I had that tummy flipping anxiety I don't know why I built it up into my head that this was um, such a nerve wracking thing to do, Um, whether it's because it's an established platform and there are guaranteed readers um, and it is a platform for writers. It's a platform for readers, but it's a platform for writers. And whether it was the case of, oh, well, they're proper writers and I'm not. I I think I've got quite a few issues there going on in my head. Um, So, yeah, I I made it anxiety inducing because I felt it was for people better than myself. How long did it take you to not feel so anxious when you press that publish button? Uh, Last night. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. Um, as I told uh, the group in one of our writing sessions, I think about a weekend, you had asked me, so how, how does it feel? And I'm like, I'm still wanting to throw up every time I push yeah. publish, you know, yeah. to my desk or push publish and then slam the, uh, the laptop closed and, yeah. and not look at it any, anymore. Um, but it's getting better. Am I writing, you know, the most eloquent pieces on medium? No. And that's, that's not the, the goal. The goal is to push publish every day. Yes. The goal yes. is to, to let my head full of ideas have some place to be written, published. And as uh, I think it's Sarah Brown Brown that says, it's not your place to judge how your work is received. That's not what you're, you, you are to do. You are to do your work. And however it's received in the world, it just is. And so I've tried to hold on to that too and just write for myself. Uh, hopefully I'm going to find some readers out there that like to read my words. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm still pushing publish. And for right now, that's good enough for me. I'm not, I'm not interested in how many people clap and comment yeah, yeah. And, and like it. It's the fact that I'm showing up and pushing publish and practicing what that feels like, practicing knowing that my words are out there in the world and I have absolutely no control over where they go and who reads them and to come out from underneath the desk and to open the laptop the next day and start the process all over again. But it's been extremely freeing. So the knee knocking and the stomach uh, churning and the desire to throw up is getting less and less each day um, as I push publish. And But I also told myself I was going to, going to have fun with it. And so I'm reminding myself every day that this is, this is fun. You get to do this. This is, and it's so easy. I would encourage any writer who is in as aspiring novelists and you know beginning nonfiction writer to give medium a try because they do make it so easy to to feel like you are a part of a writing community with quote unquote real writers because yeah. there are real writers on there as far as how we all define real writers uh, some of uh, the authors that I have admired for years are on medium and it's you know it's it's a little daunting to know that you're sharing a platform with, you know, New York Times bestsellers, but hey, you know, there's room. I, I love that. And, and you're essentially you're teaching yourself each time you press the publish button that you can finish a project, you can finish an article and, and tie everything up and press that publish button. So when it comes to your novel it will be like medium but on a bigger bigger platform you know whether you go amazon or, or apple or, or however you do it um but it will be the same sort of thing you will be pressing that publish or upload or whatever button it is and and getting your work out there absolutely it has given me a freedom in releasing myself from the rules I make for myself. Uh, I have a rebel personality tendency and the only way I harness what I need to do is to make rules for myself. And uh, our guidelines are just all these little things that I think we put on ourselves, not only as women, but especially as writers too. And one of the things that the Medium Project has 
shown me um, is I can write any time of the day. And for the last several years, I have tricked myself into thinking that if I didn't do my novel writing first thing in the morning, getting up at 5 a.m. or on these early morning writing sessions with the Confident Creative Club or London Writers Salon, that if I didn't get it done in the, in the morning, that I was not an afternoon or an evening writer. And because I am so goal oriented and I like making my X's on my calendar that proves that I've written that day, I have now tricked myself into the fact that if you want the X, you have to write. And if you didn't write in the morning, you have to do it in the afternoon or evening. And all this time, I thought I could not have a creative thought after 5 p.m. Uh, that has just blown up in my face. Last night's article was published at 11.54 p.m. And uh, it, it's there. It's proof that I do have words and I can make words happen at any time of the day. So I think that's one of the things that's been very freeing and a realization that when you're dedicated to a project, to a goal, to a task, and you've already put you've allowed fear and your lack of confidence to overlay these rules on how to do it, that putting yourself in the middle of a project that just blows all those out of the water is extremely freeing. All of a sudden I'm thinking, I could probably finish this book now because I don't have to just do it at 5 a.m. <laughs> I, can, I can write at 10 p.m. if I choose to. And um, it's just, it's, it's been very freeing. Essentially, Medium has taught you that you can write your book whenever, during the day or night, yes. and that you can finish it. Yes, yes, it has. And who would have thought? Uh, who knew? In fact, I wrote a whole article on Medium about yeah. who knew? Uh, because I think until we push ourselves and sometimes it's it's scary to push ourselves we 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 think we're not ready or or we we hesitate we stand at the edge of the pool and think that we'll sink um, and just give give fear so much more of a place in our lives than it deserves and when Pam said that to me about flipping the switch from fear to desire it literally lit a fire in me thinking, wait a minute, she's right. It is a desire that I've had all these years. And I'm just cowering behind this thing called fear when that's not really the truth. The truth is I want this and I want it bad enough to do it. I've just allowed other circumstances to get in the way. And now it's time to, to, remove the obstacles, clear the hurdles, and do the thing. And I think that's what Medium has taught me, even though it's only been, what, five weeks now, six weeks now of writing, that I can do it if, if I just put the butt in the chair, the fingers on the keyboard, and allow my mind to push away the fear and harness my desire to put my words in the world. Brilliant. I love that. Um, so what do you think or have you thought about what's next for you? So obviously you've done your medium challenge. Are you still writing on medium? Yes, I'm still writing on medium. Um, I'm a big goal maker. So every 
first of the month, I, I set new goals. And uh, as I told one of our friends uh, that writes with us, I set goals so that I can fail faster. Because <laughs> the faster I fail, the more I can learn to move on to the next thing. Uh, so this month, uh, I have challenged myself to write, I'm going to put this out in the world, uh, to write 45 articles on Medium, which means I'm going to 15 days publish two, or who knows, a couple of days publish three, but just for the practice again. I'm just, I'm, I'm giving a place, like I said, for the ideas that have crowded my brain. I have no lack of ideas, it's the lack mm -hmm. of execution. So now I'm, I'm executing these ideas and, and putting them out there. So I've challenged myself to do 45 articles uh, for the month uh, of July on Medium. And then my other goal, putting this out there too, is to back up to, oh, what was that day? March 7th, I believe, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, maybe the March 6th of 2020, to where I got the little heart on my children's books. <laughs> and my goal for July is to back up and to polish my query letter and to send that out to five agents this month. It's a, a nonfiction, um, what I call a museum book about a place I love and a story I love. And so it's time for it to, to happen. So that's my other goal. And that's, again, it's because I have pushed that publish button 31 times or actually more than that now. that I think I can push the send button on an email with my query letter to agents. You know, that has made me so emotional. Um, I, I just find that so powerful. And, you know, just seeing the difference in you in these last few months, um, obviously by looking at um, desire, focusing on desire rather than fear and your, your medium journey and all of these different things combined and showing up every day as well putting your bum on the chair and writing and uh, I just it, it, it's given me so much joy to see the difference in you and the fire in you I can see it's it's coming out at me on the screen and I just got so emotional um because as you should because it is it is you have led this charge so well and yes following you on instagram for a couple of years and then when you i remember we had like a, a a message back and forth when you were first thinking about the club about the confident creative club and and saying would this be something you think you'd be interested in and i was like yes yes with all the exclamation points because your your gentle guidance has been consistent uh, you have been such a, just such a lighthouse to so many of us in showing us the path that we we could choose to take for ourselves and you've led the way you haven't just sat back and said oh this is what you should do you've You've said, hey, I think I'll try this really scary thing and hide under my desk while I'm doing it. And <laughs> you've, you've marched forth. So that alone, I mean, please, you deserve so much credit for what I am doing because you have shown me that I can do it. And I appreciate that so much. It is, it is I know I'm going to get emotional, but it is, it's, it's the partnering. It's, it's, yeah. it's cheering one another on and yeah 
we have so many wonderful cheerleaders in our Confident Creative Club and they just, it's just an amazing place to be. Yeah, I never underestimate the power of the community. I, I think it's, I've been absolutely wonderful. Well, that sounds like a really great place to leave it. Thank you very much. But before we go, and I did this to Claire too um, in the first podcast, what book would you recommend? What book would I recommend? I'm an avid reader and I read very widely. So historical fiction, of course, I have loads of recommendations uh, and classic novels. But right now, it's actually three books that I'd have to recommend that have changed everything for me. And what's funny about it is the first book in the series I read years ago when I was in a different profession and, and, and everything. But Austin Kleon's books have just lit fires under me. And his three book series of Steal Like an Artist, Show Your Work, and Keep Going have been just guideposts to my journey in the last six to eight weeks. Uh, they're wonderful, short little books that are just chocked full of quotes, which you know I love. I'm a quote yeah, queen. The quote queen. And, yeah. And just loads of bite size, right between the eyes. This is what you're afraid of and this is how you're going to get past that information so I love these three books he uh, actually narrates them himself uh, and so you can listen to his voice which I think is wonderful when you can actually listen to an author read their own words what a scary thing but man he just he is so so powerful so his three little books are just three small books but man they have just changed so much of my purpose and my realization as far as putting my work out there especially show your work he's just a huge proponent of showing your work you've got to show your work and then you get up the next day and you show it again and then to keep going so so those are my my books I would recommend they're actually three but uh, I think brilliant for, for writers who are struggling with confidence and struggling to put their words out there his message is loud and clear as far as getting your work out there and showing it. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Carla. I know this wasn't easy for you being on the podcast, but I have to say, I think you're um, a huge inspiration and I've loved chatting to you today. So thank you. And I will link all of your medium details in the show notes. Thank you, Helen. It's been a pleasure and an honor. And just let me say for you to keep going because the difference that you're making in so many lives is just, it's just wonderful. And we are all growing and going and goaling because of you. Thank you, Carla. That's lovely. Thank you. Oh, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I'll just end the podcast now before I start crying. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much to Carla for coming on to the podcast and thank you for listening. I am going to link all of Carla's medium details and Instagram details within the show notes. Do take a look at what she's written. I think you will get a lot from her words. That's it. See you all again in a couple of weeks.